Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month we are talking about assisted living and in studio we have Todd Pang, president of Caring Manoa. Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health. So our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Kyle Sumperl, your host for the Kapuna Wiki radio show. If you've missed any of our shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki radio show is available as a podcast and can be found on both Spotify Apple, and Podbean for your listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so that you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our real estate tip of the week brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Well, here's five tips for selling your house. Tip number one. Bring out the best in your home's interior. You can do that by tackling repairs and upgrades, deep cleaning your house's interior, depersonalizing and staging your home. Tip number two is enhance your home's exterior. You can do that by add, adding outdoor amenities and upping your home's curb appeal. Tip number three, set the right price for your home. Tip number four, create an eye-catching marketing plan and sell at the right time of the year. And you can also hire a professional photographer. And lastly, tip number five, craft a captivated listing. For more information and tips on preparing your home for the market, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, we have the pleasure of bringing back Todd Pang. He is the president of Caring Manoa and creator of Kupuna Care Pair. Welcome back, Todd. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, <laughs> Brandon. It's a pleasure to be back. Thanks for being on our show. Now, uh, Karen Manoa has quite a legacy uh, in mm -hmm. terms of uh, caring for a kupuna. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can share a, a little bit of Karen Manoa, uh, your family's involvement, mm -hmm. and then we can get on to Kupuna Care Pair. Sure. Well, you know, it's. Um, I was just thinking on the way over here, I've, I've been meeting with you guys for years now. And yeah. What more can I say? But there's always more. There's about, always more. You know, <laughs> new things. Um, the Caring Manoa is a what's called a type two adult residential care home mm -hmm. in the valley, and we provide really a lot of hands-on, 24/7 care for our residents who need that very hands-on service, as opposed to people that are in assisted living facilities right. or in home care or other types of places. And so with Caring Manoa, it's um, it's it's been a sort of a unexpected passion of mine mm -hmm. for the last, mm -hmm. what is this, I started in 2011, so 12 years now. 12 years, time flies. It time flies. Um, and it's really been very gratifying mm -hmm. to meet with families and to help them be able to kind of navigate through this phase of life. You know, a lot of times they haven't done it for decades or this is their first time altogether. Right, right. Yeah. Now, your family's been doing this for how many years? Gosh, since 2021. So this is 22 years now? <laughs> 22 years. Yeah. And yeah. it started on... It's, yeah. 
family well, properties, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. So the kids grew up, they moved out, the parents thought, what are we going to do with this really large house? And so my parents lived on the upstairs, and then the downstairs was converted into a care home. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was a much smaller one. And, right. and that's kind of the story of most care homes mm-hmm. around the state, where the owners will start, you know, keep living there, and then they'll have an operation. But over the years, it got bigger and bigger. My parents moved out. Um, we expanded the home. We expanded again and again. And my neighbors wondered, at what point is this expansion going to stop? <laughs> But um, since 2014, the family has been long gone, and we have uh, technically two care homes on the same property for a total of 16 residents. Okay. And okay. so that's been, uh, gosh, quite a few years of care provided to our local community. Now, initially you said that this is a type 2 care home. Mm. For those who may not be familiar with arches or adult residential care homes and type 1 and type 2. Maybe you can share a a brief overview of that. Sure. I mean, in essence, it has a lot to do with just how many residents there are. Okay. So a type 1, in short, will have five or fewer residents. Mm -hmm. A type 2 will have more. And um, typically, it's going to be eight residents in a residential zone. There's another designation, and we can get so in the weeds about this, but uh, I actually you know, meet with people in the community about this this very topic of how to understand the differences. Mm -hmm. The main thing is just how big is this home going to be and and how many other residents am I going to be living with or are my parents going to be living with? Right. So it has to be the number of occupants, which also increases the uh, staff required. That's right. To uh, manage and care for more kapuna. That's right. But a lot of times families will think it's an automatic, you know, Type 2 is better than a type 1, and uh-huh. it's really not the case. I mean, okay. uh, everybody has their different preferences and their different needs. You know, you, you might like ramen. I might like Simon. Who knows? Right. But, like, uh, the labor involved with a type 2 is generally going to be higher. You'll generally see that a type 2 care home is operated more by a company mm-hmm. as opposed to just um, a caregiver and or a family. You know, there's a little right. bit more of a corporate structure or at least um, – uh, some policies and procedures, and a lot of that has to do with some of the back-end requirements. Right. Requirements for fire safety, requirements for RN, registered nurse coverage, requirements for having a commercial kitchen. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the things that would trigger additional labor requirements and additional corporate structure. Right. Um, sometimes, and especially in the time of COVID, that structure can feel really stifling mm. for families. Right. You know, some families feel like they're... Um, stuck in a place that has too many rules about visitation, about um, going out of the home during a pandemic. And so it's. I, I really say that there's no better or worse type of facility. It all has to do with um, the pros and cons and how that fits within the individual. Right. What's interesting, though, is although there might be more restrictions, there really guardrails meant to protect mm-hmm. those kupuna. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, hopefully um, that was appreciated to some degree by family members. I know the Kumpura themselves, they felt a little more isolated, I, I can yeah. imagine. But uh, it's nice that you've kept them safe, right? So Absolutely. There can be a positive aspect to that Absolutely. As well. I mean, safety first. <laughs> but it's a mixed bag. Right, right. So a lot of the residents you have, um, have they been there for a long time? Are they from that locale of Manoa, um, or where are they from? Many of them are from Manoa Valley. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nice to be right there. And yeah. um, 
even if they themselves, the, the seniors, haven't been living in Manoa, maybe their kids do. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot more convenient for the family to visit on a daily basis. Um, right. the, uh, the type of residents really vary. Yeah. I mean, we our, our specific market niche is to accommodate residents who need a lot of hands-on assistance. Right. You know, so they don't have many other options in terms of um, different types of care homes mm-hmm. or different types of elderly care facilities where they can go and, and be accommodated uh, adequately. Right. But um, it is generally, you know, it, uh, it is always nice to service the neighbors in the in the community. I, I just received a phone call from somebody on my very street, and, oh, and we do have nice. people, you know, coming by from, you know, their their dog walk or wherever, and they're they're very interested in the service. I think it's great when you can help your neighbors. You Absolutely, know, that, that's so rewarding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's as it should be. You know, this yeah. is. This is not the kind of business or facility that is is so institutionalized that it has to be further away. I mean, th- yeah. we, we are members of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, with regard to um, the kind of services you provide, uh, I know a care home is more hands-on, and in your particular case, that sounds like that's your niche. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other things, aside from the care, that somebody can expect when they're at Caring Manoa? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll talk about Caring Manoa and care homes in general. Sure, sure. That 24 hours a day supervision yeah. is one of the key things. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Care homes are, are you know, costly. Yep. Or they can be costly, but it's actually a value proposition when somebody needs care around the clock because hiring a caregiver to come to my home 24 hours a day really adds up. I mean, if you're if you're going to pay somebody minimum wage, yeah. 24 hours a day, that's already over seven thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And so a care home for that 24/7 supervision plus meals plus hands-on, you know, care and activities and and uh, supplies and such, you know, can be a a, a much better value. Right. At Caring Manoa, it's it's kind of taking it further where my residents do have a lot of mobility issues in particular. Mm-hmm. So we do have residents who are who are bed bound. We have residents who have certain types of catheters or, mm-hmm. or uh, tube feeding or oxygen use and, and all sorts of things that would usually necessitate them to be in maybe a little bit more of a nursing type of environment. Right. But um, care homes have a, a separate designation or li- part of their license where they can accommodate nursing needs as well and that's one of the nice things about care homes and and also what's called um, foster care homes mm-hmm. here locally they can accommodate a little bit of a higher level of care mm-hmm. as long as they have that par- as part of their license you know we i know of a situation where somebody was being cared for in one of the other communities mm-hmm. uh, but then on top of that you know community fee they had to pay for an in-home care specialist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know their their costs are upwards of twenty five thousand mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? So, I mean, in that case, would that person be a good candidate for a care home? I would very much say so. Yes, yeah. because yeah. I, I'm going to guess like that person might be in an independent or assisted living mm-hmm. facility. You know, right. something like the Plaza mm-hmm. or Arcadia. Um, these large communities are really, really special and really great mm-hmm. for seniors who are a little bit more independent. Right. They can handle their own needs. They can do their own laundry. They can motivate themselves yeah. to go down and join the activities or the meals. But once somebody needs a little bit more supervision or hands-on assistance, those facilities are just not designed for that kind of service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, 
oftentimes they'll have policies in place where if somebody is unsafe to be in their apartment by themselves, then they right. really are required to hire extra help. Right. That can be so costly. Yeah. So yeah, it's necessary, and, and you want to make sure that they're, you know, safe and mm -hmm. they're not uh, at risk of falling. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you have to weigh the, the cost. Absolutely. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. So. And really, you know, it, it's once somebody is not leaving their apartment, they're missing out on the very best part of assisted living. Right. You know, which is the socialization, exactly. the activities. Um, when people are living with dementia, there's some of a process of called going inward and mm -hmm. and like they're just not getting the value out of that type of environment anymore right. Right. so uh, my suggestion in those situations is to think about something a little bit smaller scale mm -hmm. residential that's great well Todd, when we come back i want to hear your thoughts on how to prepare a loved one to transition into a care home sure and then also we can talk about kupuna care pair and yep. how that's helping uh, Kapuna, their families, mm -hmm. and care providers okay. uh, connect Great. with one another. Great. So we'll talk more about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are talking with Todd Pang. He is the president of Caring Manoa and also creator of Kupuna Care Pair. Now, Todd, uh, we were talking earlier in general about care homes and services they provide and perhaps mm -hmm. why they could be a better option for an individual needing a lot more attention. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Now, you know, care homes are smaller communities. Um, and for somebody who's looking to transition, let's say, outside of their current home, they've been out for decades, or from a larger community into a care home, I think there can be some apprehension. Absolutely. And I think change is always a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. how is it that you can prepare some, prepare the loved one and also their family for transitioning to a care home mm. you know oftentimes it's more like how does the family prepare their loved one or convince them to move out of the house yeah <laughs> well that's know, the first question living there for decades <laughs> um and that's a tricky one yeah you know, there's there's different little techniques and sometimes it honestly has a lot to do with how cognitively intact the loved one is at home right. um there's quite a few issues surrounding later care when somebody's at home and, and I don't think we have time to get into that but it's uh, once a family you know one of my guidelines is once a family starts to feel like it's unsafe especially at night for their loved one to be at home mm -hmm. it's just impractical yeah. to mm -hmm. stay there it's going to be too costly or it's going to be 
too demanding on their on the family themselves mm -hmm. to monitor their loved one. People will use all sorts of technology and sensors and that sort of thing, but right. oftentimes there's no substitute for a human being there at that moment. That's right. So um, preparing their you know family member to move out of the home and into say a care home starts by first making sure that's good fit. And by good fit, there's there's all sorts of different priorities. You know, like I mentioned, um, you might have one preference over my preference and priorities. You might need to budget. I mean, prioritize your budget. I might want to prioritize my care because of certain health conditions I have. And so, um, first and foremost, always making sure that the facility can actually accommodate my care needs or my loved one's care needs. And then looking at the costs to make sure that I don't have to leave the facility after two years or five years even, you know, needing to match them with the place that they can afford over the longer period of time. The third step is then to look at all the nicety, nice things and the amenities, like do they have a private room, Does I, you know, are, are, am I going to like the food, am I going to fit in, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the things that we usually think about first, but it, that actually comes third in my book. Mm -hmm. Assuming that the family has then found that perfect place for their loved one, then the process of moving in can be tricky, especially if their loved one is living with dementia, which many seniors do have some form of cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. So um, the example of that senior staying at home and has been there by him or herself for decades, you know, oftentimes somebody living with dementia can be rather kind of sneaky or shifty and, and they can fool their family members into thinking that they're cognitively more intact than they really are. So one of my suggestions is to, you know, get their loved one out of the home and sort of observe how they do at the mall or in a restaurant or in a new environment. Maybe even uh, enroll their loved one in the daycare program mm -hmm. for a few weeks. See right. how that transition goes and if their loved one really jumps right into the activities and is is meeting everybody new and isn't feeling agitated or confused or anxious then then that's a good sign that you know they might be ready to jump right in if they're not then there's different techniques that a family can utilize to make sure that the transition goes smoothly or as smoothly as possible mm -hmm. um, creating a safe space for the loved one which is going to be probably their bedroom right having a lot of familiar items in it. You know, there's, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Hale Kuike, which is one of the care homes here that we have locally. And they do an excellent job with memory care. You know, they have very specific uh, techniques of bringing in personal items mm -hmm. into the bedroom and into the facility itself so that the families can prepare their loved ones with familiar um, sights and sounds to, right. to transition. Um, you'll also have, uh, <laughs> a game plan that you can give to the caregivers or the caregivers and the care home should have a game plan that the family can provide information to the home to say what are my loved one's preferences mm -hmm. do they have a cup of coffee with the newspaper every morning because if they're missing that then it can be really kind of difficult to yeah, transition disorienting disorient yeah. right yeah. so you know, family members oftentimes will know far more in these little idiosyncrasies of each loved one that they're uh, moving into a facility that then uh, can empower the caregivers with information about what will, will and will not work, what will be a trigger for them. You know, right. maybe we shouldn't mention that, uh, you know, they, they lost all their money in gambling or something <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Tear off bandy from that old wound, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody, I, 
is looking to transition, I see how that can be accommodated and, you know, it could be eased through those different processes. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they're, what about being in an environment, uh, not just different, but, you know, that's mm. a little less than what they're used to. Mm. You know, like you said, their one safe space is a, is a room mm -hmm. and everything else is common, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, is there any resistance to that you know, or yes absolutely yeah. and um, I see it both with the residents and their family members right so um, you know this this actually gets into a, a lot of the meat of what I like to focus at at Karen Manoa mm -hmm. which is less to do about the day-to-day -day care and more to do about the holistic and the emotional experience that everybody's having okay because um, it is a very emotional thing you know where I I've been um, communicating with family members who feel extreme guilt that they have to move their loved one out of home. Mm. Um, they, and that guilt can manifest in all sorts of ways. Sometimes um, those family members or those kids can be helicopter children, mm. you know, and they, if they don't carry some degree of trust and faith in the caregiver, then really it's, it's not going to be a very winning formula right. for success. And so, right. I think a lot of the family members at times need to really kind of have a little soul searching to think, you know, is is being out of home something that we're forced into? And if, if we are forced into it, what can I let go of knowing that there's certain things I'm not going to like about it? Um, for the for the senior themselves, uh, honestly, like sometimes it has a lot to do with just the faces that they encounter every day. Are right. they going to feel like they have a connection to somebody? Mm -hmm. My care home has wonderful, lovely views of Manoa Valley, but many of my residents don't really look out the window every day right. because they're more focused on you know, the people around them mm -hmm. and not feeling lonely, mm -hmm. which is a well-documented issue for seniors. So. How, you know, is that one home going to create a sense of community and welcoming that, that one person who might be used to having their own uh, giant home on Portlock or something, mm -hmm. but how can that person transition to a space that's smaller or maybe a little bit more communal that they're not used to? And I think the answer really is the people that right. they're part of. Right. It, it generally actually turns out to be the case anyway that seniors crave that more so than space. And I guess that makes sense. I mean, hence the idea of, you know, at some point, a large space can be daunting, so they downsize, mm -hmm. right? Because they don't need the space as much yep. as the relational uh, community yep. that they currently Absolutely. have, right? So yep. I could see that. Being a large nice. space can be dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Todd, let's switch gears a little bit. Sure. I want to focus on uh, your creation here. It's called Kupuna Care Pair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a very obvious solution to a very obvious problem but not everybody has done it so yeah, you, sure. you ventured to do it maybe you can share uh, what Kapuna Care Pair is about yeah well in a nutshell what I'd like to say is Kapuna Care Pair is an online platform right. to demystify everything about long-term care much like this conversation we're having okay. and um, generally speaking you know families not knowing what they don't know right. secondly the uh, a big part of it is for families to be able to quickly and easily connect to and compare different care providers locally and save on the time for them to uh, search around for very basic information like is there vacancy, what is the price, mm -hmm. do they have um, a private bedroom, those sorts of very easy 
uh, basic details and really focus more on the more important, deeper questions like, is this a good fit for me? Right. Am, uh, am I going to be accepted there? Mm -hmm. um, and so Kupuna Care Pair started organically 10 years ago now, actually, when right. I was marketing Caring Manoa at the senior fair or elsewhere. And mm -hmm. I would talk to a lot of families who, you know, didn't even know what they were looking for. They would contact me and say, oh, I need assisted living or mm -hmm. I need nursing, and, and they wouldn't know what that would be. And right. so I started doing an awareness campaign, which has now evolved into this um, service online to help families know the basics and then be able to really quickly just narrow down from the 1,600 adult residential care homes and foster care homes in the state mm -hmm. down to maybe about five or six that they actually have to call and go for a tour. That makes it a lot easier. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, I hate to do this, but no. uh, just so that people can actually get online and check oh, it out, sure. what's the website here? The website is Kupuna, K-U-P-U-N-A, Care, Pair, P-A-I-R.com. So KupunaCarePair.com. Well, we will speak with Todd Pang. And, Todd, we, we'd love to have you back. You're always such a, oh, my pleasure. a great teacher on uh, caring for Kupuna and, and how to do so in a very loving, compassionate way. Oh, so I appreciate that. Thanks for all your help. Again, Todd Pang, president of Caring Manoa and also the creator of Kupuna Care Pair. Uh, thanks so much for being on our show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Coming up next, we have our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thank you to all the participants who called to last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's trivia question was, what is the official color and flower for the island of Molokai? The answer is green and kukui nut flower. And now this week's Kupuna Wiki trivia question is sponsored by Caring Manoa. The question is, which is the oldest geologically of Hawaii's major islands? For a chance to win a Laws gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Books Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so that you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii's senior resource. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Kyle. 
I will see you back next time on the Kupunawiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.